Hello, friends, and welcome to Untorn Radio, broadcasting live from Studio 14B. I'm your host, Jay Trainer. Welcome aboard. You are listening to the music of Toby Mac. Changed forever. It's good to be with you guys. Good to be in the house. Welcome aboard. Enjoy this music. Again, welcome to Untorn Radio, where we are broadcasting inspiration and influencing all to overcome the odds. Welcome aboard. Hope you enjoy this music. Coming at you live in just a few moments. friends you are listening to the music of toby mack in the background changed forever welcome aboard it's good to be with you guys here in studio 14b i'm your host jay trainer broadcasting another live episode here of untorn where we are again broadcasting inspiration and influencing all to overcome the odds welcome aboard it's good to be with you guys it is message monday and this episode of untorn is made possible by our friends at kingdom bound check them out at www.kingdombound.com Live this summer from July 22nd through the 25th. It's only 93 days away. We're going to be involved at Kingdom Bound on Saturday, July 25th. And my friends, if you are listening live, I want to encourage you to please sign into the chat room. Love to hear what you have to say. Would love to encourage you to participate in tonight's discussion. Again, it's Message Monday. And our theme this month is returning back to your first love. Specifically tonight, we're looking at how the gospel transforms people's lives. Now, my friends, everyone has a story to tell. I love everybody's background. I love hearing where people come from. I love hearing about different experiences. I love sharing where I come from. I love finding points of connectivity or points of commonality where sometimes you might bump into someone who knows somebody else in your in your world and your sphere of influence and next thing you know you get a conversation going that's pretty rich and deep happened to me not too long ago a couple weeks ago i went over to norwich new york to preview the place the location for our upcoming infusion event happening this weekend with the local free methodist church and in talking with pastor go figure pastor ron suede i know his daughter i know some of different ministry contacts that he has had over the years and that I've had over the years and it's been awesome to be able to sit down and have lunch with Ron and hear his story and ultimately he had the chance to hear mine. So I want to encourage you to share your story. Everyone has a story and ultimately the question is what what is yours? Sometimes I'm asked what is the most significant event or the significant moment that has ever taken place in my in my life and you know, I have to stop and think about that question. I think, I wonder, and I tend to answer this question from the point of view of the different contexts that happen in my life. Depending on what, there are a few significant moments in my life that have taken place. One of them, hey, I got married. July 5th. And we're coming up on our 12th anniversary. July 5th, 2003. Can't believe it. And no, my wife is not in the background signaling to me the exact date. I actually remember that. 
I remember the day that God grabbed a hold of my heart. October 17th, 1997. For some of you listening, that was before you were actually born. I know different times in my life where God has shown up and moved in my heart. I don't necessarily remember the date, but I remember the story. I remember the context. I remember the the background of what was going on in my life at that point in time. So everybody has a story to share. Everybody has a story to tell. And I have different stories. I have different benchmark moments, significant moments, depending on the context. I remember the first time I became a daddy with my daughter being bored. Not bored, but born. Wow, I can't talk tonight. But with my daughter being born. And that happened. It's coming up on 10 years next year. She just turned 9 this year. February 15th, 2006. Maya was born. And her birth forever changed my life. Going from the context of being with Marie, with my wife, to adults, doing a youth ministry thing, working as a youth pastor at the time, and then moving over into the context of of being a dad. It still blows my mind when I think about it. And I think we all have significant moments in our lives, and we love to share those moments with other people. These are benchmarks that take place And these moments allow us to become who ultimately I believe we are intended to be. We have choices, we have decisions, and we have the opportunity to confront the very core of who we are when it comes to these benchmark moments. And it's through these moments that transformation takes place. I'd like to take you back on a journey during my teenage years. I was a guy who didn't really struggle with anything significant growing up in terms of alcohol and drugs. Some people have that story where they have had a comeback out of that background of drugs and alcohol. They've received healing. They've moved on from it. That's not their identity any longer. Others, however, they're still trapped in that lifestyle. But one thing I did struggle with was A pretty gnarly attitude. A pretty bad attitude. I did have a pretty negative outlook and attitude towards things. From my vantage point, my perspective towards church, towards my parents, and towards some of my friends just wasn't that great during my teenage years. It was really an attitude thing that I had going on inside of me. This thought process that said, you know what? I'm better than dot 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 fill in the blank, whatever the case may be. And whenever I had a significant or desired a a spiritual moment, it was when I had that kind of uplifting, encouraging feeling on the inside, butterflies, if you will. My significant spiritual moments didn't focus on God like it should have. It focused on myself. And too much of life in general, and my life specifically, has been focused on self and putting my own life on the forefront of the spiritual happenings in life instead of being in right relationship with Jesus Christ in the first place. My friends, I needed transformation. We all do. There are many people out there in your world that need life transformation. 
These individuals, they crave it, they desire it for their own lives. They turn to things that will provide them comfort in that moment. In that moment, if everything feels good, everything feels right, but in the long run, there's a cost involved. It is through these pursuits that compromises are made in the identity to which we are all called to live out. And come to think of it, not only did I need transformation, but I continually need transformation each and every day. This happens not necessarily on a giant scale, like it originally happened in my life when I came to Christ, October 17th, 1997. But each day is a journey on the greater level of being transformed into the person that Jesus is building on the inside of me. Making my life holy, as he is holy. The gospel and the pursuit of the gospel is the only thing that provides lasting transformation, my friends. And it happens not just in the moment, but it it continues onward each and every day in our lives. And the gospel transforms us because of the sacrifice of the ultimate transformer found in Jesus Christ. Going after all the other things that are out there might provide comfort, but they don't provide the ultimate peace that we need inside of our hearts. And tonight, as we look at transformation and change, let's open up our Bibles to look just simply at one verse and looking at it from the context of coming back to our first love and His transformation in the first place. My friends, would you flip open your Bibles? Or would you... Click there, tap there, whatever you have to do to get there. Would you open up your Bibles to 2 Corinthians 5.17? Meet me at 2 Corinthians 5.17. And it says this, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. My friends, I have three quick thoughts right off the bat as we dive into this thing. Three quick notes. One is this, kissing bridge. The second thing, copycats in the house. And the third thing, caution, caution, caution. I've always had a fear of the combination of gravity and heights. And it was my 8th grade year of middle school that I had the chance to join Ski Club. I don't know where you are from. I don't know what your background is. I don't know if you are used to snow or not. But one thing we are familiar with here in western New York is this lovely word called snow. The white stuff. Especially lake effect holy cow my friends we get tons of it i grew up around it i joke around with some individuals sometimes and say i was born in a snowbank because i was born outside of buffalo new york one problem i had with joining ski club is that i've never skied before i was used to ice skating so i had some of the motions down but i've never been down the hill before And wouldn't you know it, I thought I was going to be a pro right away. 
Now, some of you are already probably asking this question. What does this story have to do with the verse that we just read? Well, let me take you there. I hopped on the chairlift and immediately I was scared. I've never been on a chairlift before in my life. And I got off the lift at the top and immediately I was thinking, could I just sled down? Could I just take an inner tube down this hill right now? I didn't want to be halfway in. I wanted to go all the way and I was scared. And I found my way eventually to this hill called Twister. And it was a bad move. It was a double black diamond. And for those of you in the listening audience who don't know what a double black diamond is, it is a very difficult hill that's filled with a ton of moguls. And I fell. Immediately. Boom. I was out for the count. And you know what I did? I took off my skis. And I started crying and bawling. And I walked down the hill. It was the walk of shame at Kissing Bridge. The point? I had an experience. I had an experience and a a story to tell because of being all in. There are some that won't go all in with the Lord and they approach Him and life overall is just very half-hearted in nature. That experience though changed me and I learned from it and and I grew from it too. I grew into being a decent skier and I have had an incredible time skiing at different places around the Northeast as well as Kissing Bridge itself. It's about being all in. And that's point number one of this verse. You got to be in it to win it. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. And that's my story about Kissing Bridge. Let me talk to you about the copycat in the house. As you may or may not know, I have a six-year-old, a nine-year-old, and a three-year-old. Nine, six, and three-year-old. Girl, boy, girl. It's a fun time here at the trainer house. Maya's nine, Seth is six, Bree is three. My three-year-old is now at the age where she is copying everyone and mimicking them. My friends, it's crazy to watch. Her older brother, Seth, and her older sister, Maya, can't stand it. And it causes quite the fight. Thankfully, in the kingdom of God, everyone is unique. Just like you have your own unique set of fingerprints. It's the same in the kingdom. It's the same with Jesus. We are unique. And we are given special spiritual DNA that allows us to be unique. But we still ultimately have a common unity that's found in Christ. The source, the architect, he puts his label on our lives and reveals who he is through our lives. Our job isn't to mimic other believers in Christ if you are one yourself. Our job is to mimic Jesus, to copy Jesus, just like Bria copies Seth, just like Bria copies Maya. All three of my kids are unique personalities and they are amazing and awesome. But a common thread runs through all three. They're all part of the same family. 
We need to follow the lead of others as their lives point to God. But we need to be unique in Christ. You have been given spiritual DNA if you're a new creation in Him. Grow in that reality. And that's the copycat that's in the house. Then this last thing. Caution, caution, caution. As we finish up, as we wrap up this week's Message Monday. Front torn. Lee is asking me in the chat room, this story isn't going to end with you hurt, isn't it? No, only my feelings and only my pride, Leah. That's the only thing that was hurt going down the Kissing Bridge Hill. But this last thing, caution, caution, caution. We've looked at Kissing Bridge. We looked at the copycat. I used to work at a racetrack as the Speedway announcer here in Western New York. It was a NASCAR short track, and it is still called, it's still around, it's called Holland Speedway, and many warm summer Saturday nights were spent there at the track. I spent a ton of years there announcing racing. There's a ton of good memories that I've collected from there. On more than one occasion, I saw a wreck that would bring out the yellow flag ca- causing caution out on the grid. And we would announce over the PA system, caution, caution, caution. Well, the leaders of the race would get a little more than annoyed. But they needed to remain they need to remain focused on the finish line, not on what was going on behind them, but what was out front ahead of them. And we need to do the same in life and begin to walk in the new creation that God has for us. What is it God is calling you to today and to walk in that reality? We can't allow the wrecks of our past to throw us off from the victory line of the future to grow in the new creation that God has for you and what God has for me. It's about transformation and God wants you to walk in that reality. I hope and pray that makes sense. The drivers, they didn't focus on the wreck that was behind them, especially the leaders. They were focused on the competition that was right to their outside. They were focused on the starter and the finisher. The guy that waved the flag, the checkered flag that would come out. They were focused on him because they wanted to win that prize. We can't allow the wrecks of the past to throw us off our game from scoping out and reaching for that finish line that's in front of us. The new creation that God ultimately calls you and me to become in him. So you've got to be in it like I was in it at Kissing Bridge for skiing. We need to understand that you, we need to both understand that we are unique in the community or in the common unity found in Jesus. And we need to focus on the finish line or the victory that's in front of us found in the race of life, ultimately, in Jesus Christ. Remember, you are made for so much more than you could ever think, dream, fathom, or imagine. And that, my friends, is tonight's Untorn. I want to thank you for tuning in tonight. I leave you with the music of Delirious, one of my favorite bands of all time. And the song, now is the time. Now is the time for us to shine.
now is the time for me to play the music to wrap up Untorn. I hope and pray that you enjoy this song again. You've got to be in it like I was at skiing at Kissing Bridge. You have to understand that you are unique in the common unity of Jesus. We need to focus on the victory or the finish line of our lives. And that's found in God alone. I want to thank you for tuning in tonight. If you're interested in rescuing a child out of poverty in Jesus' name, please check out our Compassion website at www.compassion.com slash infusion, I-N-F-U-Z-I-O-N. Also, don't forget to check out our previous episodes of Untorn on iTunes. We also have an app out called Infusion Now. It's available on the iOS app store and the Google Play Android store. Again, it's called Infusion Now. Thank you to our friends, too, over at Kingdombound for helping us get this podcast thing rolling. And thank you to you for being part of our story and allowing us to be part of yours. You've been listening to Untorn, where we are broadcasting inspiration and influence. And our encouragement is to all people to overcome the odds. We will see you on Thursday for follow-up Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time as we continue to look at this theme called First Love. God bless you, my friends. Infusion Untorn, our wordmark and our button logo are all trademarks of Infusion Incorporated. And this broadcast, this broadcast is Microphone Falls. This broadcast is copyright 2015 Infusion Incorporated as well. God bless you, my friends. We'll see you for follow-up Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time right here on Untorn.net. God bless you. Enjoy the music of Delirious. You're shining still So this world you always will
with 25% off all new and up to 70% off previously leased furnishings, do you really need a better reason to party? We don't think so. Come visit our new Court Furniture Clearance Center with more than 9,000 square feet of new and previously leased furniture and decor for your home and office. Sofas from $199.99, bedroom sets from $399.99, dining sets from $299.99, and more. Free food, prizes, and fun all weekend long at our Chantilly Court Furniture Clearance Center at 13946 Lee Jackson Memorial Highway or go online at courtclearancefurniture.com. Once upon a morning, there was a freshly brewed McCafe coffee. It was made with 100% Arabica beans, yet something was missing. Fear not, in the distance, a sausage McMuffin with egg rides toward the sunrise in quest for breakfast. The perfect pair met at McDonald's, and mornings were happy forever after. Right now, get a $1 small coffee and a $2 sausage McMuffin with egg from the $1, 2, $3 menu. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.